Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. They say we only use a fraction of our brain's true potential. Now, that's when we're awake. When we're asleep, our mind can do almost anything. Such as? Well, imagine you're designing a building, right? You consciously create each aspect. But sometimes it feels like it's almost creating itself, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like I'm discovering it. Genuine inspiration, right? Mm -hmm. Now, in a dream, our mind continuously does this. We create and perceive our world simultaneously, and our mind does this so well that we don't even know what's happening. That allows us to get right in the middle of that process. How? By taking over the creating part. Now, this is where I need you. You create the world of the dream. We bring the subject into that dream, and they fill it with their subconscious. How could I ever acquire enough detail to make them think that it's reality? Well, dreams, they feel real while we're in them, right? It's only when we wake up that we realize something was actually strange. Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week, we discuss the movie that takes dreams to the next level, then the next level, then the next level, then the... Well, you get the idea. It stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Ellen Page, and Tom Hardy. It's 2010's Inception. But first, he's the psychotic projection of a dead wife to my haunted dream invader. It's James. How are you doing, James? I'm doing really well. Uh, there were only four levels, FYI. I don't know if you watched the same movie I did. That was it. Four levels. Because you can only go three levels, but if you went to the fourth level, you'd lose your mind. Uh, however, my totem would be a cigar, uh, and I bought three more boxes this week. How would you determine if you're still in reality with a cigar? I wouldn't care. I'd have the fucking cigar. That's it. That's all that matters. And he's the annoying dream architect who asks questions and ignores the answers. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing okay. Just okay? Yeah, just just okay. Um, <laughs> I'd be doing better probably like 36 minutes ago, but eh. Shut up. So we're running an experiment. We're live streaming on, on Twitch so that everybody kind of gets an idea of how the sausage is made. We're, we did it last week for uh, Patreon exclusive. Uh, we're doing it this week for the general audience. Spoiler, uh, our patrons watch we this. only have one listener and it's James <laughs> I'm, on I'm watching us from the future. <laughs> and um, so we're, we're probably going to do this a couple more times to see if it's uh, something that's, you know, viable and, and worth it. So let us know if you, you like uh, watching us live or if you could give two shits. We enjoy the feedback. You should watch us live because I'm wearing a saddest shirt and it looks awesome. All right, James, what's going on around CBC this week? Uh, CBC this week, uh, we're going to talk about uh, spoiler they die, or as I like to call it, STD, because uh, God only knows what you're going to get when you listen to these two chicks. Uh, talk about serial killers. And this week, their serial killer uh, is some douche nozzle named uh, William Devin Howell, I think is his middle name. I don't know why serial killers have middle names. Listen All to All serial Logan. killers have three names. Yeah, right? I don't know why. Yeah. Uh, listen to Captain Logan. They'll tell you why. Uh, apparently, he uh, was convicted of seven murders, and he is now serving six consecutive life sentences. At what point is it okay to murder the motherfucker? Like, at what point can we just say, hey, you killed seven people. You should probably die. I, it depends on the state you're in. Right. No, but I'm saying, like, I, like, when is it okay to put him to death? Like, at what point should we just not pay for his food anymore I and his know. housing? And his clothes and his medical care. I don't Three know. hots in a cot. He killed seven people. Uh, I, yeah, I just put him in the chamber, gas chamber, that is. Uh, anyway, uh, spoiler, they die every Thursday. I don't, they, they launch, I don't know when there's stuff. Mondays. Thursday. Are you sure? Mondays. I made yeah, that yeah. mistake. Cat will call you out by saying Thursday. BGA releases on Thursday. STD releases on Monday. So every Thursday, STD. <laughs> uh, you uh, are so going to get it. Yeah, I could give two shits. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she's watching right now. Hi, Kat. 
Uh, <laughs> Probably not. No, I think she is. Uh, anyway, uh, creativebringcandy.com. Check it out. Drunkenomics is there. Simply Stogies is there. Uh, this shit show is there. There's a lot of shows there. Check it out. What else is happening on CBC, James? Uh, there's other shows. Creativebraincandy.com. Uh, check it out. Uh, Andy Yaffe will be on Simply Stogies uh, on the 1st. Uh, we're covering Inception this week. Uh, BGA, I'm sure, is covering a video game because that's what they do. Uh, we've got new shows coming. Two of them in the pipe. Stay that's tuned. right. That's right. And uh, if you have a podcast or if you are a creator in some other medium and you would like to join the Creative Brain Candy Media Cooperative, then uh, let us know. There's an apply button in the upper right-hand corner of our website at creativebraincandy.com. Click on that apply button and uh, send us a note saying uh, that you want us to have a conversation about you joining up. We'd love to hear you from can you. Also, yeah, you can buy cool shit from our website, too. Just hit the merch button. Yeah, there's a merch button up there. You can uh, buy cool T-shirts and uh, mugs and all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, that T-shirt Ooh. that Rob's wearing is not available for sale anywhere. It can be. It can It be. won't be ever, ever. It can Ever, be. It won't be. Handmade by yours truly. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know that I want anything handmade by you. Uh, I'll autograph it for you and everything. I, I'll buy one if I can burn it in effigy. Hey, I don't care what you do once you give me the money. Oh, my God. I'll give you some money. Uh, I'll give you one or two loonies. Which one? One or two loonies. Excellent. I don't take Canadian money. It's like Monopoly <laughs> money. It doesn't spend anywhere. All right, Rob, what news you got for us this week? All right, so this is going to be awesome this week. All right, so uh, came out earlier in the in the week. Uh, we have figured out that there is a parallel universe. There is a parallel Earth, and uh, time travels backwards. What? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, huh? there's a uh, there's some research, and uh, time travels backwards, kind of like Benjamin Button or whatever. Um, and there's a parallel universe. Pretty cool. Uh, they're still trying to figure things out. Um, the next news article uh, is, I know we're just going to gloze over that. It's fine. It's time travel. I don't care. It, well, I do care. Awesome. That's all I care about. Crowley, shut your face. Um, time travel is a thing. Uh, second news item. Uh, I figured it was um, it was fitting for this episode. Um, Christopher Nolan, director of Inception, yeah. Has released yeah. uh, an official, the official trailer, or one of the official trailers for Tenet. Uh, it's a new movie that he is doing, and best I can figure out from the movie trailer, time travel is involved in that as well, or being able to see the future. Or Do something they go like backwards? That. No, they don't go backwards. But it looks kind of cool. It looks like a pretty cool uh, movie. Yeah, so um, this is a movie is that's sci-fi. been on my radar because the the first trailer that I saw, the teaser trailer that I saw for it, it didn't give a lot of detail. So I wasn't quite sure if it was sci-fi or not and if we were going to cover it. Um, I think they've kind of gotten a little more information about it, but not a lot. I'm still not sure if this is a sci-fi movie. I don't know exactly what the premise of this movie is. I don't know if it's time travel that's involved. It's it, there, There's still a lot of mystery around this movie as to what the mechanic behind it is, which isn't unusual he, for a Christopher Nolan movie. Yeah, he can see the future or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, so depending upon the mechanism by which all that happens, it may not necessarily be sci-fi. So I don't know if we're going to recover the or cover this I'm or st- not. I'm still going to watch it. So. Well, yeah, I'm Does still going to watch Bane it, in it, but... It, it, no, but it does have Batman. Um, Christopher Bale? No, no, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Uh, I was, oh, fuck me. Yeah. I thought I was really excited. I was like, oh, is it Adam West? But then he's dead, and I got sad. Yeah, he is oh. dead. It's got John David Washington, who's a phenomenal actor. Does it have Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, Gordon in it? No, it does not, unfortunately. No. I like him. I like him, Robin's too. He's good. He's a great actor. Slash new Batman Flash. I don't know what the fuck he is. I don't know that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's tall enough to be Batman. <laughs> no, he's fucking Robin. Like, that was the whole thing. I was like, they should end this with him getting his own suit, and it's Robin. It'd be like a cool or version Nightwing. of Robin. I could even see him being or Nightwing. Night- yes, yeah. Nightwing would have been fantastic, too. But yeah. no, instead, it's like, here, take a Batman suit. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm shut not. Shut the fuck yeah, up, Christopher I Nolan. I don't, yeah. 
wasn't fond of that ending. No, no, nor was I. The movie uh, up to that point was kind of okay. It had it had some issues uh, for sure. It wasn't certainly wasn't as good as the second one. But fuck Heath Ledger, man. Damn, I don't know. I like the third one. the The third one had. I think uh, you like that better than the second one. No, no, no. I didn't. I didn't okay. like it better than the second one. I thought the third one was really good though because it had uh, what's her face in it in a in a cat yeah, suit. In a, uh, in yes. cat suit. Yeah, in tight suit. Oh yeah. my god, the things that I think about. Yeah, don't do. Like, don't think about it on all camera. Related to Christina <laughs> like Hendricks, the princess, right? the princess diaries. Wasn't she in the princess diaries? Yes. I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen the Princess Diaries. Neither have I. I just know don't she was lie. in. And the chick from The Sound of Music, the original one, not uh, the modern Sound of Music Motu, uh, but <laughs> oh, the, the original, the original Sound of Music. Uh, she played the, the. I don't. She did she play the Queen? I don't fucking know. Whatever. You seem to know a movie. lot about that movie for somebody who has never seen it. Look, the, like I can't remember the actress's name. What's her name? Julie Andrews. No, not Julie Andrews, but she was hot back in the day. The uh, the, the new one, the the Catwoman. Oh, uh, um, uh, yeah, I can't think of her. It's right at the top. Why of my am I right? It's not. It's like the new Liv Tyler. You know what? Watching you guys struggle me. with her name is awesome. Shut the Why don't fuck you just up, tell Rob. us, doorknob. Why this is more entertaining. You're looking it up. Most enter- You're fucking looking it up. Not. I see your screen flashing. You're it's looking it up. No, I'm switching over to the next. In your bedroom in a in a while. Yeah, no, I'm switching over to the next um, uh, news article. Uh huh. Which is what? Uh huh. You, you ready? Anne for Hathaway. It? Thank you. Yes, Kat. Anne Hathaway. That's there just it a is. lot. Anne Hathaway. I can't believe uh. she bailed you guys out. Whatever. Again, um, most exciting thing that's happened in your bedroom in since your last child was born. Okay. <laughs> None of them are technically mine. They were. God damn it! Why? Just shut the fuck up, came, Robin. Go on. They came with the uh, girlfriend. <laughs> they came with the house. <laughs> yeah, they came with the house. Fucking a. All right. So, um, next news item. Um, apparently, um, parallel universe is a thing. Uh, we discovered a parallel universe, uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, time travel is not a thing. Time travel was, was never a thing, and yeah. it's not a parallel universe. Did you read the articles that I sent you? I or did. you were just like, oh, look, parallel universe, time I, travel, derp derp. I did. I read the first one that said parallel universe, time travel, and I'm like, I'm sold, I'm hooked, we're done. Okay, then you had to go and you had to burst my bubble <laughs> and say yeah. that it wasn't a thing. It's um, not a parallel universe. Yeah, they have, not, so, they have no evidence of a parallel universe. Yeah, they don't know what the hell it is. But apparently, um, so there's a... <laughs> There's a uh, antenna uh, called Anita, our Antarctic Impulsive Transient Antenna. Basically, it uh, detects neutrinos um, that are coming from space, uh, and the neutrinos pass through all objects and all matter. And uh, most some of the neutrinos, most matter, uh, some of the neutrinos um, came from the uh, Earth, and they don't know why. Um, so they were thinking, oh, it's a, it's a parallel universe, time's traveling backwards. All this came off of a site called New Scientist, which, spoiler, behind a paywall. No uh, shit. Would have never yeah. thought that. Yeah. So you can't really verify all that stuff or really do anything. But well, yeah, you can. So. You just have to pay for it. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah, you got to get yeah. the clicks. It's not the like pay. there's a paywall yeah. there and then. You pay, and they're like, "No, we're still not going to give you the information." Yeah, yeah, tr- sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, okay. that's one of the that's one of the problems with science reporting, science news reporting nowadays is the they they hype things up. They take just small nuggets of the of the full story and hype up those small nuggets to get clicks, and it sucks. Yeah, I agree. Fuck science, just all together. No, no, that's not the moral of this story. Not fuck science. No, that's totally the moral of the story. Let's move on. Who's ready for a pod crawl? Yeah, I'm ready for a pod crawl. Let's do it. Wait, I'm going to do this while listening to Twitch. That will freak everything out. Let's do it. All right. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. 
to sleep, perchance to dream. Wait, didn't I already use that line about six episodes ago? Anyway, another dream movie, only this time instead of using dreams as psychotherapy, this movie uses them for industrial espionage. And also psychotherapy. Cobb is a master dream thief, presumably trained by watching the Nightmare on Elm Street series a lot. He and his partner Arthur hook up a fancy briefcase to themselves and their target and play around in their sleep stories trying to find hidden nuggets of wisdom amongst the chaos of being at school naked and slow running, like through molasses. They eventually bite off a job too big to chew when they are tasked with stealing secrets from energy industrialist Saito. Saito is aware they are in his dream and makes moves to stop them, but Cobb manages to steal the secrets, or at least most of them. They all wake up in Saito's South American love pad, but there's a twist. This is a dream as well, so they were in a dream within a dream. Whoa. Anyway, they are trying to extract the last bit of info from Saito as he's lying face down in his carpet, but he notices it's not stained with the juices of fermented grapes and all-night love fests. Cobb and company wake up on a train and cut their losses, but Saito catches up with them as they try and flee the country. Saito set up the job in the first place to test their skills. But instead of stealing ideas, he wants them to plant an idea instead, which is somehow much harder, because reasons. Cobb says it's too hard, but Saito promises him he can make it to where Cobb can go home again, so Cobb says easy peasy, let's do this. Cobb heads to his daddy-in-law to find a new architect since the one he used for the Saito job met with an unfortunate accident. Enter Ariadne, the dream architect prodigy that heeds no warnings and has no concept of privacy. She's full of questions, which answers she promptly ignores and does her own thing. Cobb also picks up Eames and Yousef, a face man and the chemist, respectively. Eames is going to impersonate people within the dreams as well as infiltrate the organization for tasty intel while Yousef mixes shit to get them all high and sleepy. The plan is to go three levels deep in the dream of Fisher, the son of a wealthy industrialist and Kaiser Sosa's former lawyer who is on his deathbed. They are to plant the idea that Fisher should dismantle his father's empire. They buy an airline, and during a cross-planet trip to the funeral, they roofie Fisher and enter his dream. They kidnap Fisher in his dream and Eames impersonates Fisher's godfather, Browning. They get a code that they make Fisher make up on the spot and hit the road in a van for an afternoon of hijinks and gunfire as Fisher's subconscious fights back against the invading dream team. They enter the second layer of dreamland, this time a hotel, where they convince Fisher that they are his subconscious dream warriors and that Freddy is coming to cut a hole in him. They convince Fisher to lead the team into another layer of dreamscape to find out what Browning, who's not really there in any capacity, was hiding. They hit the Alps where they infiltrate a heavily guarded fortress hospital with his father in the middle, in a vault. Saito was shot in the first layer of the dream, but since time moves weird in dreams, especially the further down you go, he's dying a slow painful death in each layer. Oh, and there's a twist, if he dies in the dream, instead of just waking up like normal, he goes into some limbo area. Like purgatory or James's mind. Anyway, Saito dies in the third layer, and Mal, Cobb's dead wife that he keeps projecting into all the dreams he taps into, fucks things up for everyone by killing Fisher, so Cobb and Ariadne have to jump down into limbo to save Fisher. There, Mal comes to terms with how he fucked things up with his wife by convincing himself it wasn't his fault when it clearly was, by telling himself the psychotic shell of a woman his subconscious created wasn't good enough for him, and Ariadne kills her. Because that's what she does. Cobb tells her to take Fisher back through the dream layers, and that he's going to stick around and look for Saito. Eventually Fisher, in dream level 3, opens his father's safe and finds the pinwheel that he made for a younger Kobayashi that pulled him away from the Kaiser and prompted him to build an empire. That entire last line was all made up. But he gets the implanted message, they all wake up except for Cobb and Saito. Cobb washes up on a distant shore just like he did at the beginning of the movie and he and Saito realize they are sharing a dream, everyone awakens on the plane just before landing, and Roll Cobb gets to go home and see the faces of the children he left last Monday because they haven't aged a day. Credits. Wake up. Oh, is it done? It is. Yeah, it's done. Man, I, I, yeah, you know what? Uh, just like the two and a half hour movie, that uh, was way too long. <laughs> I guess you didn't like this movie. I didn't hate the movie. Like, I'm not going to shit on this movie. Like, I shit on, I don't know. What was the last movie I shit Eternal on? Eternal Sunshine. Yeah, of the Eternal Spotless. Sunshine of the stupid fucking Fire Marshal Bill bullshit. Marshall yeah. Bill. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to shit on it like that movie. But this movie was entirely too long. It dry, It just it just kept going. I was dragging on and on and on and on. There was like a, 10 minutes of action. None of it mattered. You couldn't die in a dream, but you could go to Needleheim. Like, who gives a fuck? I, I, a dumb, fucking, stupid movie. 
Go to Needleheim. Uh, not heaven, not hell. There's kind of the middle purgatory. You purgatory. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. Sorry, I've been watching a lot of The Last Kingdom. I really like that <laughs> show. You, you should watch it. I'm not watching uh, The Last Kingdom. Watch The Last Kingdom, no. motherfucker. It is so much better than the bullshit I had to watch for two and a half hours today. Oh, my God. <sighs> Fuck. There's not enough caffeine to keep me awake for that two and a half hours. Really? No. I mean, there was just, plenty was, of action. I don't know. I don't know where you're getting. There was no action in this movie. There was some action. Like, here's God. the thing. Like, so the movie starts. I'm just going to be honest. The movie starts. I'm like, they're trying to be James Bond. They're the James Bond of dreams. Kind of. Yeah. Like the whole snow thing at the end of the movie, like the very last level, but that wasn't really the very last level, but the level before the very last level of dreaming. That reminded me of a James Bond movie. I don't remember which one where they were in the snow. They were doing cool shit in the snow, killing uh, people. It was a good time to die. Chases. It was a no, Brosnan no. movie, wasn't it? No. Yeah, it, it was one of the Brosnan ones. Well, there's a Brosnan one, and then there's one where the whole opening was uh, in the Alps or whatever. <laughs> oh, that's uh, right. That's that was right. with uh, Roger Moore. Yeah, that was a Moore. And then these guys are, like, taking private jets places and shit. Like, they're fucking, I, I, I don't know, man. They, they're trying too hard to look like they were rich, but you never saw any money exchange hands. And you come to find out Leo's character doesn't give a fuck about money. He just wants to see his kids, like you said, that haven't aged a day. That didn't make any sense to me. I know. I know. Not. That's one of that's one of the quabbles I have with this movie is. I have so many. He's got he's got kids and he's got memories of kids. And I thought it was cool that they didn't they never showed the kids faces in the until the very end. So when he was in within a dream or whenever he was within a memory, all he saw was the back of his kids. Which is kind of how a lot of dreams work. You never actually see faces of people in dreams. And so that was kind of one of the ways that they showed that he was in a memory or a dream. And then at the very end, you know, he saw his kids' faces. But his kids were the same fucking age as all of the dreams and memories that he had. So did this happen? Did his wife kill herself like last week? Um, I don't don't, know. She killed herself on a Monday and uh, he got him back on a Tuesday. Something like Whatever. that. <laughs> See, there's this movie's just stupid. It's just dumb. So it starts off. They're trying to steal secrets from. I don't know, who. Where? Like this guy. I recognize the Japanese guy, but I don't know from where. Like, uh, he was in the Last in Samurai. That's where I recognize him from. So the guy from the Last Samurai. So they they were trying to steal from him, and then he hires them. Is that how that worked? Well, was it was, like, oh, it was an audition. A, so you guys he did such a good job. He was auditioning them. He set up the job for them to steal like. those secrets. There weren't any real secrets to steal. He just wanted to see how well they did. And and yet they um, they failed. They failed, and they were worried about the dudes showing miserably. Up. Miserably, they failed. Yeah. And so much so that they failed because again, like his dead wife was in the fucking dream. And the guy, like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, you know what? I'm just going to call him, uh, I'm going to call him Nightwing. (laughs) That's what I'm going to call him. Because Joseph Gordon-Levitt, that's a lot of words for such a small guy. He's not a big dude. He's just tiny little guy. JGL. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh, So Nightwing knows about this. He's like, oh, fuck, go take care of that. Like, oh, you go distract her and I'll, like, fucking, you better get there and do your shit. But, like, get rid of her. So he knows there's an issue. He just doesn't give a fuck. He's like, I'm Nightwing. I'll fucking deal with it. But he's terrible. Like, he dies. Like, they have to kill him right off the bat. Like, that's Leo's big, ah, you know what? I'm more clever than everybody, so I'm just going to shoot you and you'll die. But you don't die in a dream. I've always heard you die in a dream. You die in real life. That's an urban myth. This is in a, yeah. Really? Can you disprove it? Can you prove it otherwise? Yeah. Absolutely. Everyone who's died. Uh, was dreaming right before they died. Now Are you sure about that? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Can you see into their dreams? I can, actually. It's my superpower. So you know for a fact that they were dreaming? Mm-hmm. You have evidence to show that they were dreaming before they died. But you don't have evidence that they weren't. I don't need evidence that they weren't. I don't need You're evidence You're making that an extraordinary weren't. claim. Therefore, you have to You're have an extraordinary an ex- as far evidence. As, I'm concer- as far as I'm concerned, you're making the extraordinary claim. As your synapses are firing for the last time, Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. You, nobody knows what you're seeing. In fact, the, you know what the last words of Steve Jobs were? 
No, I don't. Let's make another iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I need more money. No, it was oh wow, oh wow, oh wow. Okay. He said it three times and he died. So you don't know what you're seeing. You don't know like your synapses is dying. They're just they're firing off for the last time. You don't know what you're what, what it is. So I think they're probably dreaming. You're probably reconciling everything that you need to reconcile before, you know, shuffling off this mortal coil. Well, I guess it depends on how you're dying. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to die. Have you died in a dream? I, I've, yeah, I've gotten to a point where, you know, I've fallen or, you know, slipped off of something and right at the end, yeah, you wake up. Yeah, but you don't hit. You never hit. I've had that dream too where you fall, right? But you never hit. You never... There's nothing after that. You wake up every time without fail. Okay. If you hit, you're dead. You don't know that. So the plural uh, of anecdote my, is not data. Just because that, we haven't data. died in that's our dreams data. doesn't that's mean my, somebody hasn't. I, there, you can pull a million people and a million people will tell you the same thing. None of them have ever been killed in their dream. Well, are how you are, sure well, about duh. that? That's a yes. big claim. Find oh, wait. It. You're talking about I'm, like killed in the dream, not killed while they're dreaming. Because <laughs> <laughs> yes. that the, those are two yeah, different two sets different of things. data there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's a different survey altogether. Yeah, all yeah. Together. No, yeah, you're looking for something completely different with that last one. Yeah. yeah well. No. So, I mean, what mechanism do you think causes your body to cease functioning because you die in a dream? Uh, your brain. Okay, so, it, lucid dreaming. I don't know. Yes. Right, which is basically what this is. It's lucid dreaming, right. which is sharing your dreams with other people, which is impossible. Lucid dreaming is where you can control your dreams. You mm-hmm. know it's a dream and you can go do whatever you want. I've At done that it. point, right, I have two. At that point, you're pretty much invincible. It's like being in the Matrix, as far wait, as I'm concerned. Wait a minute. Have your lucid dreams been when you're with Christina Hendricks? <laughs> but I'm not, I'm not answering. Because that's, that's really the only time question. you'll ever see her. <laughs> only time. You make me sad right here. Uh, yeah. Right here. yeah. So no, I haven't been able to lucid dream for a long time. I used to be able to do it pretty often as a child, but as I've gotten older, I haven't been able to do it. So I was a lot like the, uh, the uh, um, America's, what was the oh God, greatest American hero? I could fly. I'd be like, oh my God, it's yeah, a dream. I could yeah, fly. Right. Yeah. And I'd go flying. I could never fucking land. Every time I would land, I would land in gravel. <laughs> every fucking time just I would go, land and travel and tumbling. No, I would slide like, and I'd get up and I'd be fine. There was no, there was no like uh, oh, okay. road rash, nothing like that. I'm just like, oh, whatever, man. Yeah. Then I take off again. I go flying around for a while. No, I, I used to fly. I used to jump real high, run real fast. Um, there were times where I would have this kind of, ultra light kite looking thing, but I stopped what? lucid dreaming that because I ran into some power lines once in my dream. And did you die? No, I didn't die. It was just really scary. I had, I used to suffer from nightmares as a kid. Were they cool nightmares or were no, they like, they were, I don't cool nightmares, a fucking oxymoron. I don't know about that. It depends. Like if I'm having a nightmare where Christina Hendricks and I, that's not a chased. nightmare. By, are being chased by uh, William Devin Howell. That's not and a nightmare. we're going to be his eighth and ninth victims. That's a nightmare, man. No, I'm because Christina Hendricks is in your dream. That would not be a nightmare for you. It's still a nightmare. It's not a nightmare. Threat of death. But you would be dying with Christina Hendricks. It's not a nightmare for you. You'd oh, die happy. I would be dying happy. See, there you I'll go. Just, not a nightmare. I'll just leave it right there. But you can still die happy in a nightmare. I'm just saying. No. No, not a nightmare. I had no, I had no happiness or any kind of levity in any of my fucking nightmares. They fucking terrorized me as a kid. I can't remember. I can't remember the last nightmare I had. Yeah, I can't either. I don't have nightmares anymore. I outgrew those. Uh, was, like I outgrew being able to lucid dream. Uh, I had one. The last nightmare that I remember was probably I don't know five six years ago. Uh, I was in Vietnam with buddies of mine from high school, but we weren't, we weren't hunting Charlie. No, 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 no. We were hunting vampires. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And it it wasn't going well for us. Let's just leave it at that. (laughs) 
Yeah. The, la- the last dream uh, yeah, I had involved uh, all that she wants is another baby. Fuck you. God damn it. But she's uh, gone tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> no, so that was one of my quabbles was his kids never aged. Uh, the other is for a guy that is that intelligent. I mean, he had to have been as intelligent or he has to be a pretty intelligent guy to be able to architect dreams like they described. I mean, the Ellen Page's character was able to architect uh, in those dreams and she was even better than him. So he must have been never, really good. I didn't understand that that plot line at all. Like you have to be an architect. Like so you have to be able to build houses and mazes. Yeah, so what what that is is it's it's a defensive measure against their subconscious defense, right? So they're able to navigate through this dreamscape that they've built because they understand the layout. The the subject's subconscious doesn't, so that gives them kind of an edge against uh, No, I, I I get that plot point. I understand that. I just don't understand I don't understand the real world reason to have an actual honest to God architect because realism, you have to, you have uh, to make it real enough that the person that's dreaming doesn't realize it's not a part of a a dream, but anybody else's uh, subconscious can pull that kind of stuff up. Like I get, I get like you need somebody who can build mazes and build them pretty quick uh, and, and be able to put that in the construct. Like I understand that. And the construct in the, in this case is somebody else's mind, right? You're literally in somebody else's mind. Your consciousness. Not always. Sometimes is, they're in yours. Right. So I, but I just don't get an architect. An architect builds shit. They build buildings, right? That's what they do. They build infrastructure. You're not really building infrastructure. And in fact, the laws of physics eh, don't really matter as uh, the hot lesbian, uh, which is what I will refer to her as uh, Ellen Page showed that doesn't matter. She could build like she could turn the world up on onto itself and it didn't matter. Right. So, so physics don't matter. There's zero reason to have an architect. Zero. No, there's, there's not zero reasons because you still have to make it feasible. You still have to make it believable. No, yeah, because if it's zero. not believable, then the, um, then the subject, subject wakes up. No. Yeah. And wakes up or the subconscious attacks and rips How you apart. How many and times wakes up. Have you two been in a dream where the unbelievable happened? Like, well, that's because I don't know, it's my dream. Hunting vampires. <laughs> Plenty. Right. You don't wake up, do you? That Sometimes I do. It could. But how many times have you had somebody else running around in your dream and not have a consequence? Yeah. Never. So there's a whole nother set of laws and and rules when you have somebody else running around in your noggin. Because if I saw in my dream Jason, I would fucking wake up. No, you wouldn't. No, you would. wouldn't. That's not I how would. dreams work. That's not oh, how any man. of this works. He is one scary motherfucker. Who, Jason? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I look see. at his face. Uh, uh, okay. Look, see? again, you're, you're, so you're a doorknob. I don't... There's no other way to really state that. Like, you're a doorknob. Whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> What's next on your list there, Jason? Um, I guess Just my, my second question is, well, it, it. I don't know. I don't know how this works. So, in the beginning of the movie, when Saito uh, woke up from his second layer dream and, and got into his first layer dream, he pulled a gun. I mean, wouldn't they frisk the guy before they, you know, knocked him out to put him under in a dream? But but no, if you're in control of the dream, can't you just produce that stuff? I mean, think about it. But he didn't uh, know he was in a dream at that point. He didn't realize he, he was did. in a dream until later when he was laying on the carpet. I, in fact, Joseph Gordon-Levitt said. He knows. Uh, that he knows. Yeah, in the second layer, but in not the, in the first in the layer. second layer, not in the first layer. Yeah, yeah. When they woke up Maybe. into the first layer, whenever he went into South America, right. he yeah. thought he had woken yeah, up. It wasn't until he was laying on the carpet and realized that it was clean. A dream into a dream and a dream. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but wasn't well, he I mean, trained? It's the same. To, it's to, the same to, dude. It's same. It's like uh, it's like Bane when he pulled out the. <laughs> 
grenade launcher out of nowhere. Yeah, but he knew right? he I was mean, in a dream. He was he was okay. in control. But yeah, wasn't he? But he trained? wasn't the one in control. I thought he, he was, it was wasn't trained his to, dream. To, to so you can manifest everything. To 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 uh, fight back against extraction. No, that was Fisher. That was Fisher no, who had had the special dream dream training, and that's why his uh, subconscious was militarized. Scarecrow. We call him Scarecrow. His name is yeah. Scarecrow. Yep. Oh, yep. Sorry. See, I, Scarecrow. I made that reference yeah. as well. Yeah. Or or uh, what was the he's in a he's in a show on Netflix that I uh, that I really 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 like. We're going to stick Blinders. with uh, Scarecrow. No, we're going to stick with Scarecrow. I like Peaky Blinders a lot more than I like the Scarecrow. Have you character. seen the Have you seen Nolan? the spinoff of Peaky Blinders that the, that's in Los Angeles? It's going to be on Showtime. No. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a spinoff that's going to take place in Los Angeles. I think you're thinking of Penny Dreadful. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Never mind. Yeah, With Natalie uh, uh, Natalie Dormer, Dor- who is yeah. also oh, hot. So hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, can we just take a second? Uh, oh God! Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. Yeah, all right. I'm good. I'm good. Mm. Rob's not. He's still a doorknob. Oh jeez. Okay, I'll stop touching Thanks. my nipples. Please. Yeah, you were freaking everybody out. Don't rub your nipples and moan. All right. Well, uh, sorry. Natalie Dormer just brings out the. Uh, she brings out a lot in me too, but you know yeah. what? It's called self control, Rob. Have a little discipline. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'll have a little. I'm not used to having these cameras in my face. Normally, I'm sitting here just rubbing my it's, nipples all day long. Wait, how many cameras do you have in your face? Well, I've got left camera, right camera. That's not how that works. That's not. Oh. Yeah, that's not how that works at all. And oh, what about like the middle this. camera that I'm looking at you through? Wait, I can't wink with two eyes. What? Well, I can't wink, <laughs> wink with two eyes. It's called blinking. I can't. <laughs> I can't wink one eye and then the other. Sorry. Uh, and here we have proven today that Rob is indeed truly a doorknob. Indeed. Moving on. <laughs> so I'm go get my goldfish. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh my god, he actually left. Fucker. Uh, well, uh, if he left, uh, maybe he won't come back. Uh, he's back. Uh, he's back. I'm back. Yeah, th- I will grant you the the movie was a little long. Uh, I think it tried to be a little more convoluted than it needed to be. I thought the twist in the middle that they suddenly introduced, and I didn't fully understand the twist where uh, because of the sedation they were using, if they died in the dream, they went into limbo. And I still don't know what in the fuck limbo is. I mean, how does everybody's dreams connect in limbo? What is this limbo place? Because as far as I understood the mechanics of the movie, they were in somebody's subconscious. Therefore, they were attached to that person. So if that person woke up or if they woke up out of that person's subconscious, they're awake. Okay. So, but they tried to explain this. And they did a shitty job of it. Basically, uh, Leo created a matrix style construct in his mind that he kept his wife in. And his kids, uh-huh. and all these memories, right? And so, whenever he goes into somebody's self, uh, subconscious, guess what? That that's in his subconscious. So he takes that with him. So while you can go in, uh, while you can dream, and then have a dream within a dream, and then have a dream within a dream within a dream, you cannot have a dream within a dream within a dream within a dream. You can only have three levels of dreaming. Not fourth level. So Why? I mean, he had twelve. Dream. I don't fucking he had, know. I he, didn't write. He had thirteen levels in that fucking elevator. Opus to stupid dreaming. That's what this movie is. Is an opus to stupid dreaming. As well, no, I think those were just representations of his of his memories that he was holding on to. Those weren't like deeper dream levels. I think it was just really because yeah, when she hit basement, memories. it hit the bottom kind of area where his wife killed him, killed herself. Which was the last memory he was trying to hold on to. Of her. I don't know of if he's trying to hold on to that. He well, to, yeah. Those just, were memories he wanted to change, but he never could. Right. Which makes okay, no sense yeah, to yeah. me. Why hold on to memories you can't change? Regardless, uh, he would take those with him. So you, while you can have the, the three dreams you can't have uh, within a dream, you have the fourth dream. If you have the fourth dream within a dream, it's basically this world that he and his now dead wife created where she lost her mind. And that's where they went. They went into his subconscious, which makes zero sense. 
I know his subconscious he brings with him, right? Like we all know that. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you're in someone else's dream, how does their dream or their consciousness then enter your conscious? It's like they're having the consciousness sex. And then one person's Maybe consciousness it's like- enters the other person's consciousness, even though this person had entered their consciousness first. I don't know. It's like a consciousness it's like orgy. a network. It is Maybe like a consciousness orgy. Well, I was thinking it, or it could be like a network hub, you know, where a, a hub sends all don't the packets. Don't try to IT this. Shut up. <laughs> uh, sends all the packets and the data out everywhere regardless. Maybe that's what it is, is they're, they're more interconnected. And so it just kind of, maybe they're, maybe he's in. I think or, you're talking a switch. A hub sends it out to specific uh, all right, network look, address no, well, translations. You, used, you no. used up all your IT since uh, yesterday or the day before. Like we're done with you with IT for a, a while. Switch we're actively searching for new IT. A switch is specific. A hub is everything. Are you sure? Yeah. You're a hub. I think you got that a switch. Is, oh, man. <laughs> I think dumb switches broadcast to all oh, ports. Wait, are you doing research on the fly, Rob? It looks like yeah. you're doing research on the fly. Hub versus switch. Uh, a hub uh, is a layer one, and a switch is a layer two. A okay, switch well, they were on is smarter than a hub and can determine can determine the target of uh, to forward the data to. A hub cannot. Okay. All right. So next week, we will have the Jason's Prong song again. <laughs> I said you I know think. What? Can we have a, can we have a, a, a Rob's a doorknob song? Oh, no, yes. I'll, play I'll start playing that just, every week. Thank you. I was going to say, it, that'll just play over everything. <laughs> you guys just keep calling me a doorknob regardless. I think anytime Rob's track is is squiggly, I'll just play that song. Yeah, great, good, good idea. Loudly. Then why the hell am I even here? You know I, we what? don't know. Goldfish, goldfish next week. No, so uh, I, I didn't understand. I didn't understand that how his subconscious started to control everything, or or it's a brain limbo. Hub. We already how, talked how about everybody that. got connected to limbo because everybody else was awake. Fisher was awake, and then. He stayed in limbo to rescue Saito. Right. Which took years, apparently. Well, so each layer, time. Yeah, I know. Time moves stretches out. Yeah. But, it, okay, but he was in there for, for 50 years. As, for just as long as Saito was. Saito had just died. So, if, let's, like, their five minutes is an hour thing, does it? It doesn't track. With as long as he was in there, well, I don't think it. In- I don't think it's a linear scale between levels. So that first level was a one to twelve ratio. I think right. probably the second level may be an exponential multiplier of the one to twelve ratio. Sure. Because and then that by the okay, end, but that fourth layer, they said that if you're in there. Like it, you could be in there for forever, years, decades. So they were in yeah. there. He and his so, wife were in there for what five hours, 50, and they five had hours, spent like fifty years 50 down years. there. Right, right, right. So right. that's what I'm saying. Saito had obviously spent about the same amount of time in there as they did, yet it was it was certainly less than five hours. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, it's maybe it's because when he finally died his brain was on level three and so it, it was based off of are that you trying time. to fix a plot hole no i'm just well, thinking you got because no, that's how i hub thing right congratulations you. let's not appreciate let's, that no let's, no that's what i was that's, two for two that's the way i was looking at it is it yeah he got shot way up here but his consciousness or he was down on level three which means that is your starting point um, because they were prolonged, you, you know, he was, he went with them because he was, um, no, I understand that. No, I get that. But what to, I'm to saying prolong his life or whatever, no, right? Like he went there and they said, if you went down there, you were going to be lost. Like that was the end of the story. Don't die. Cause you, you'll be lost. He went down there literally seconds after he said, Saito's probably dead by now. Like, let's go down here. And then they're down there and he's down there with, uh, uh, Ellen, Ellen Page, uh, Juno, the chick from Juno, uh, Kitty Pride, Kitty Pride, and 
She goes back up. He stays down there. And by the time he finds what's his nuts, it doesn't look like Leo aged a day. Well, see, I think that's mind over that. That's oh, because I he see. knew so he could control the matrix. Well, yeah, he built that whole thing. I, I think what it is, is he, you know, he, he, he is aware. Yes. I'm in limbo or whatever. I don't need to age. And the other guy started losing his mind. And so he started not losing his mind, but he started aging it, because he wouldn't thought it have that made years more sense that Leo just had to convince him that this wasn't the real world. Well, but I I don't think Leo realized that the limbo wasn't the real world whenever he washed up into Saito's area. Why did he wash up right. into Saito's beach? Right. Well, they anyway. never explained that. And you're right. He was trying to remember. He was supposed to tell him something important. Right. Right. I, I, and I get that. But again, he hadn't aged a day. He still looked True. like yeah, Leo. I don't, I don't understand that either. Yeah. It would have made more sense if he was uh, older. And Saito had it, said that too. I mean, I, you can't be the person that I'm trying to remember because he was a young man when I was a young man. Right. Exactly. So it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. And then, uh, uh, like, I know we're, we're getting close on time here, but I just want to point out that the movie ended stupid. <laughs> How did it end stupid? So the whole point, the totem for, for, for Leo was the spinny top. Mm-hmm. And if the top falls over, he's in the real world. Mm-hmm. And if the top doesn't fall over, he's not in the really real world, right? He's in a dream world. He spins the top. His kids are like, they turn around they, and he sees his face. Uh, and he goes, and then the top's spinning, and you don't get to see if it falls. It looks like it's going to fall, but that doesn't that mean that was, it's going to fall. That was done on purpose. Uh, and it was dumb. It was why was stupid. it dumb? Because he, he the had audience fought. to figure out which uh, uh, because to make a Leo had for himself. But Leo had fought so hard to make sure that he was in the real world. And he was slowly losing. Like He finally thought for sure he found his kids. The smart play is to watch the top, make sure that it falls, and then there are my kids. But when he, he finally got to anymore. his kids, he didn't care anymore. Yeah. And that's what the ending was supposed to do. And I just I find that unbelievable because he cared so much he allowed his wife to die. And then all of a sudden he's like, fuck it, I don't care anymore. It's a 180 from what his character was doing up to that point. It made no sense. I think he knew he was in the real world, and that's why he didn't care. Okay. I think he realized he was in the real world. I think he had I think he had finally overcome the guilt from, you know, him killing his wife by planting the idea that she was never in reality and so she was going to constantly kill herself until she actually killed her real self because that's the only way that she could get out of the dream that she always perceived that she was going to be in from him incepting her and which I, just requires spinning a top inside a safe. Right. That I mean, they could have solved a lot. They could have solved a lot of issues just by spinning a top inside of Robert's head safe and been done. Yeah. Scarecrow would have, you know, yeah. died. Yeah. <laughs> but that wasn't what they wanted him to do. They wanted him to dissolve the company. That's true. Well, he wouldn't have died. No, he just spin the top and say, dissolve the company and close the safe. Oh, and so then you whisper idea- to the top. You whisper to yes. the top. Oh, yes. I don't yes. think that's how that works. Yeah. No, that's not how that works. You're, well, I, I, how how did how did the other one the other way work? Because uh, I mean, he just spun the top, closed the safe, and then murdered themselves on a train. I don't know. I have a problem with that as well. There's a lot of mm-hmm. problems I have with this movie. There's one constant uh, that that hit me while watching this movie, and that uh, that I know that I am not in a dream world. That this is the really real world. If I was in a dream world, Rob would indeed be saddest and not a doorknob. Oh. It, in the in the real world, he is a doorknob and not Sadis. But the shirt says I'm Sadis. Well, the shirt lies. It's <laughs> fake news. It's the CNN of t-shirts. Oh so are God. you saying the shirt is a lie and I should probably take it off? The shirt is a lie, yes. That's another thing is, is the totem seemed like it was going to be a really important piece and then they just kind of glossed over that. Yep. I mean, yeah, they no. used it, yeah, what, who, twice? He used it yeah, once else while a, he was actually yeah, in a dream a and then once to make sure that he wasn't. And then at the end, everybody else had a totem. They never showed, you know, what their totems did. How did Ellen Page's totem, how was that supposed to work? What it, was her totem? Do you remember? It was a, it was a, it was a chess, chess piece, piece that she like flipped over. She carved um, it. it. Yeah. Yeah. 
did it have, hold any meaning to her? Like I don't, I don't. And know. why did why why did the, the why 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 did Nightwing want the the loaded dice? Well, so the loaded so, dice, he always knows what it's going to turn up as. So he can roll the dice, and if it rolls the number that he's expecting, he knows he's not in a dream. Okay, but if it's his dream, couldn't he control it? So if he's expecting it, if he's expecting it to roll six, it's always going to roll six because his subconscious, which they're inside, is going to fucking roll a six because well, he then, knows it's going to roll a six. These totems the make top. no sense to me whatsoever. That breaks the top, yeah, because if you're expecting it to fall over, because it's going to fall over, right? right. Yeah. Maybe uh, you're supposed to. Maybe you're supposed to expect it to stay spinning forever, and then when it disproves that, you know you're not in a dream. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't it's explain like the mechanics top. behind those well it's enough. Always <laughs> spin- it's, always, it's always spinning, and it's always not spinning. I don't get it. Schrodinger's top. God. <laughs> this fucking movie's stupid. <laughs> it's not stupid. I think it could have been better, but... It, it's a six. It's a strong six. I, I mean, look, after the shit shows we've been watching, Masters of the Universe, fucking Dune, goddamn spotless fucking Fire Marshal Bill bullshit. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, this is an instant classic, and I'm hooked. But it's not like realistically, it's a six. All the other shit we've been watching is like a two, I think, maybe a one. I think this is more of a seven to seven and a half. What? Yeah. Are you a dreaming right now? No. Are you sure? Yeah. Like, get a top. I've got a top. It. It's, See what it's spinning. Yeah, that's true. Rob's still a doorknob. All right, James, I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Is Inception? More sci-fi than 112263. I think, I think, okay, look, yeah, I guess science fiction says, yeah, you can go in somebody else's dream, but it's almost fantasy because there's not any kind of science that says you can do that. But then there's no science that says you can go. You know what? This movie's about as sci-fi as 11, It's not more sci-fi. It's not less sci-fi. It's got Ellen Page in it. She's super easy on the eyes. It's got Nightwing in it. It's got Peaky Blinders slash Scarecrow in it. I like it better than 11, but I'm not sure it's more sci-fi. It's probably about the same. Okay, Rob, what's your haiku this week? All right, this one is titled Extraction for Dummies. <laughs> Let's steal some secrets, take acid, have a vision quest. I'm a real thief now. <laughs> yeah, they could have just dropped peyote and been done with this whole fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. All right, who's got awards? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, who's got your black lung? You know, there wasn't really anybody smoking, um, so I'm just going to give my black lung to the building at the end, the hospital that blew up. Okay. James? Uh, I'm going to give mine to all the cars uh, in the dream Middle East world. Is that where they were with the Middle East? In the uh, very beginning, yeah, yeah, something like that. Where? Which one? Uh, with all the Molotov cocktails going off at the beginning, and like oh no, the- no, I think they were in South America. All right, sure. That I, I'm going to give it to the, all the cars with the Molotov cocktails being thrown on them and blowing up. That's what I'm doing. It. Okay, yeah, I didn't see anybody really smoking either, so mine's going to uh, uh, honorary Doc Coddle. James, who's got your head lush? I didn't see anybody. Okay, look, they didn't drink for real. Yeah, they so did. So if you're drink, yeah, they were in a bar. Were him they? And, uh, him and Bane. Yep. Huh. Yeah. It was uh, just tea, wasn't it? It was just tea. Well, I I don't remember what bar. Man, I it really was took before, a nap during this part. Yeah, it was, but it was when he was uh, had a tail, and they were trying to get rid of whatever oh, it was. I, I thought they. Were, oh, he. Yeah, Leo. I give it to Leo. He was drinking a beer. I remember now. Yeah, you're right. And then he jumped off the. He jumped off the. Uh, uh, the side Second of the ledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and when he landed Hurts in real he, life, doesn't it? He like waited for a minute. He was like down there. He landed. Uh, waited for the guy who was tailing him to run down the stairs and 
then smacked and then, him. And yeah, it was stupid. Like just run, dumbass. Rob, um, I gave it to uh, Scarecrow uh, for getting roofied with water. <laughs> okay, uh, so mine's gonna go to Yusuf because he drank so much champagne before they went under. That he, you know, caused the giant (laughs) thunderstorm in New York in the first layer of the dream. Yeah, that's right. They said that, but I don't remember watching him drink champagne. Yeah, he was, he, he drank a glass right before uh, they sat down and and hooked up. Again, I was taking a nap, two and a half hours. (laughs) It's a long time. (laughs) All right, Rob, who's got your player? I gave it to Nightwing for sneaking in a kiss uh, from Kitty Pride. Yes, that was the best part of the whole fucking yeah. movie. Because she's yep. not into dudes. So I would do the same thing. I'd be like, we need a kiss to like fool them, and that'll totally fool them. And she'd be like, oh, okay. I'd make out with her for a minute. I'd be like, oh, it didn't work. We should try um, some more. <laughs> we should try something else. Yeah. You know Maybe what? We didn't Just, go far enough. Right. Just take your bottoms off. This will only take about a minute. Wow, you're generous. All right, so it's, it's, it's yours. Fifty-five the same seconds one, of that is getting the pants off, right? That's right. Yeah, Nightwing getting yours as well, James. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, 100%. yeah, he's getting mine as well for the for the exact same reason. Yeah, loved how he kind of you know slipped that in and said, yeah. it, "It didn't work." Yeah, well, it was worth a try. <laughs> she kind of she kind of yeah. it, it hit her as soon as he said that. Oh yeah, no, that wasn't going to work. He he knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's very clever. I'm going to use that. All right, James, who's got your purple hippo? Uh, Everybody in this fucking movie. Every character got their fucking minds blown, bent, and absolutely fucked uh, because they didn't know which way was up. So, yeah, um, they they all get my purple hippo. All right, Rob? Uh, I'm giving mine specifically to Maul for never leaving the rabbit hole, according to her headcanon. Okay. <laughs> uh, so my purple hippo is going to go to all of those people in Yusuf's basement who's basically just <laughs> sucking down his concoctions and having some wild fucking dreams. But that's their reality now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. As shitty as this reality can be sometimes, 2020 fucking everything, killing people. Uh, you know, I'd still take this reality over some kind of fucking matrix, fucking subconscious. Everything is okay. Bullshit. Well, this is me. Yeah. Well, I don't know. 2020 is, uh, we're only halfway through 2020 almost. And if it gets any worse, I may, uh, I may go for the dream portion. Hey, do you want to live in a world where Rob's not a doorknob? Do yes, you want does. to live in that world, Jason? Like that's what you have to ask yourself. He does. I don't know. If you say yes, just FYI, you get the Purple Hippo Award. I'll have to think about it. I'll let you know next week. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Final thoughts. I I could spend two and a half hours doing literally anything else rather than watch this movie. This movie wasn't that bad. This movie was fine. I don't, I mean, this is one of the better movies we've watched in a while. It it has. I said that it is, but at the same time, man, like two and a half hours is a long time to sit through something. That's kind of like, yeah, it's okay. It didn't ask, look, it had an opportunity and maybe that's why I'm just disappointed with the movie. It had an opportunity to ask some really good questions that some of these other movies that have sucked have tried to ask. Not, including uh, Masters of the Universe. Uh, that's just a modern day. Um, Don't uh, say it. Don't fucking say music. it. God yeah, damn. Music. Music. I yeah. totally agree with you. Oh, absolutely. 100%. But th- uh, this movie had an opportunity dude. to ask that and talk about things. And instead, it just stayed in a very safe lane, a very safe, hey, you know, let's mess with people's dreams. Uh, you can't die in the dream. So what? Like, what are the repercussions of all the shit you're doing in the dream? They didn't deal with any of that. Other than they're planting an idea. And you know what? There are easier ways to plant an idea than with a dream machine. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I agree. It didn't have you do that any with kind hypnosis? of moral message or, <laughs> yes. 
or uh, yeah, wasn't asking any kind of you know existential questions or or, or trying to look at the human condition. Um, other than maybe, you know, the grieving widower, but maybe, but you know what, I guess, but if you're not going to ask those questions in this type of a movie, then it's a movie where I want to turn my brain off like Motu and just be entertained. And it didn't do that. It had this sense of the whole way through, at least for me, had this sense of, uh, pretentiousness this sense of trying to be something like it was getting ready to ask these questions then it didn't. And there was a lot of exposition and there was a lot of conversation and yeah, there were cool effects and yeah, kind of dealt with a cool issue that everybody likes. Yeah. Everyone likes talking about dreams and what they mean and, and how they affect your life, but it fell flat in doing it. And so, you know, if you're not going to do that kind of stuff, then just give me car chases and have Michael Bay blow shit up and I'll be happy. Okay. That's fair. Rob, I don't have any final thoughts other than I, I thought it was a decent movie. What would you give it? On a scale of one to ten? Yeah. Yeah. It's seven. Okay. So you and I are about the same spot. Yeah. Yeah. I think six I isn't it was, bad. Six isn't bad. No. I, I just I we apparently liked the movie a little better than you. Yeah, and I'm you know what? That's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with you guys enjoying I mean, I, uh, shit movies. I don't <laughs> I don't go wow. I don't go into movies looking to have my mind blown about existential I don't topics. either. You can't I, even but if say not, existential. But Look, if you're, <laughs> you can't, I can't even well, you can't spell it. <laughs> yeah, X is, there's an X in there somewhere. There is an X. Yes, sir. Yeah. Good job. And then it ends with stential. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. All right. So we are going what are we doing to do next week for the, for the next, uh, next few weeks, we are going to do host choice and we're going to start with Rob this time since uh, James got to start last time. So Rob, what are we going to watch next week? So, uh, the next movie that we are going to watch starts with space and ends with truckers. Oh, for fuck's sake. God damn no, it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that to James. Thank I'd you, do buddy. it to you, but I wouldn't yeah, I do it to James. I appreciate right. it. All right. So next week, uh, in 2074, when the mob wants to get rid of someone, the target is sent into the past where a hired gun awaits. Someone like Joe. Who one day oh. learns the mob wants to close the loop by yeah. sending back Joe's future self for assassination? This is uh, time cop? Stars, Looper. Stars Joseph Gordon Levitt, Bruce Willis, Looper. Emily Blunt, directed by Ryan Johnson. It is 2012's Looper. Ryan hey. Johnson. Spoiler alert, I didn't like this movie either. I've only uh-huh. seen parts of this movie, I haven't seen the entire thing. Look, uh. time travel involved. I'm hooked. Look, yeah, no, I get that. I'm surprised you just don't walk around quoting Time Cop all the fucking time. Well, it was, uh, either, it was either this or we were going to do like Back to the Future Part 2 or something. I, I don't know. I 100% was expecting space truckers. That's what oh, I thought we were going to watch. do it. It I, crossed my mind. It I crossed my mind. We, that's what we were going to get. And instead we get this. And I'm okay with it. I didn't like this movie very much, but I will say, uh, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is no, he will never grow up to be Bruce Willis. <laughs> well, he's got to get a couple extra inches, <laughs> inches, feet, guns. Yeah. Like he'll never fuck Demi more. Like let's just be honest here. But he'll always have more hair. Always, oh. <laughs> always. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's got it for this week. Our intro and outro music is "Welcome Home" by Cambo. Our pod crawl music is "Snack Mix" by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon. And be sure to visit Creative Brain Candy for more great shows and other creative works at creativebraincandy.com. And for this week, I'm Jason. Um, you didn't think of anything, did you, dumbass? Uh, now I no. can't say mine because you're just a dumbass. God damn it, Rob. You ruin everything. I try it. And we'll I talk to it. you next week.
the Twitch uh, chat people said that uh, we need to move on. No, they didn't. Oh, is it? Is you that what they that. said? Yes, I do, because I'm looking at it, doorknob. No, you're not. You should, be, you should be recording the show, not looking at instant gratification from everybody. Hi, everyone. Do you think he jots this down? <sighs> he does. Yeah, he I transcribe the, the show. That's, that's how I record it. God yeah. damn, you're a doorknob. <laughs> what? I don't understand. You're a doorknob. That's really. You're, you're dumb. Good one. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> 